Hello, hello, and welcome to the Gardner Carney Leadership Institute podcast. The GCLI has developed a pedagogy of leadership which combines brain science, leadership studies, cultural competency, and developmental psychology. Its mission is to teach teachers to teach leadership to students. This is your go-to podcast for discussions, tips, and stories for leadership and leadership education. And I am your host, Catherine Birdie, but please call me Birdie. Our world is in dire need of people just like you, people who are committed to building communities of leaders, young and old. So let's get busy leading the next generation of leaders, and thank you for joining us. Hello, GCLI. It's Birdie here. I'm coming to you from a brand new year. Happy 2024, everyone. We have with us our brave and fearless leader, Jeremy LaCase, to talk about our plans for our amazing GCLI community in 2024. So hello, Jeremy, and happy new year to you. Morning, Birdie. Happy new year. It's hard to believe that we are in 2024. If you had told me 20 years ago that there would be a year 2024, I would have said that's a crazy idea. <laughs> but um, we have gotten here and we are in one piece and we're continuing to do things that are really important to help students learn to lead. And uh, we have left a large and important wake. Um, I like the idea of an emotional wake. I don't know if this is emotional or not, but uh, certainly a, a leadership wake that comes behind the GCLI and its impact on lots and lots of teachers and by extension, even more kids. So absolutely. I like, I, um, I don't know. Do you do new year's kind of plans, resolutions, reflections? Uh, do some reflecting. Um, but as you know, feedback is my favorite thing. And so I try and do a lot of real time reflecting, but it's always good to do the retrospective, um, and really think back over the span of what's happened. And this year in particular, thinking over 20 years and what we've accomplished and all that we've learned, um, it's really a, a neat moment. Yeah. Do you have any favorites? Favorite learnings? Any favorites? Uh, well, um, I always like to tell the story. So when we started, I know my um, children are significantly older than when the GCLI started. Um, and my oldest is a senior in college. And my daughter, who is um, about to turn 21 and is a sophomore in college, um, when she was little, Joanne Deke, our fearless scholar emeritus, um, came to stay with us. And so for those of you who have had the pleasure of hearing Dr. Deke speak, she talks about all the different ways in which learning happens. And the first time I heard her speak, I think Ellie was maybe a year old, maybe two. Um, but at that point, when I hear, heard Dr. Deke speak, I'd sure I was positive that I had totally messed up my children already, that there was no hope <laughs> and that um, they were doomed because of my incompetence. But the good news is that um, they've turned out okay. Uh, and um, Joanne was staying with, staying with us one time and I drove her to the airport and it was very early in the morning. And she says, I have to tell you something important. And I thought she was going to tell me some, you know, either earth, you know, like this is what you need to do to understand the universe or, you know, that there was something amazing happening for her. Like she was going to be president of the United States, which would save the world as far as I could tell. Um, but no, she did not say that. All she said was, um, I don't want to be around when your daughter is a teenager. And she got out of the car and slammed the door and ran away. <laughs> Thank you, Ellie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It really is amazing that 20 years have 
have kind of come and gone. And I, for one, am so grateful for the learning that has occurred through the DCLI and that the the work is, it is continual and it is based in, in research and, and that continues to evolve. So over the next few months on the podcast and in the blog, we'll be talking about not just some of, of those reflections, but also just kind of where we were, where the world was 20 years ago, where people in the DCLI community were 20 years ago. Some of them were you know, barely even a thought. And others, those of us who have been around a little longer, have some some fun reflections to do. Um, but for for now, for today, um, I guess my my main question, um, the world has changed so much in 20 years, and it will change again in the next 20. But in your estimation and opinion, what has stayed the same? Well, so that's an interesting question. I mean, a lot of a lot of reflection has to do with the dynamic nature of the world. Um, but uh, in terms of what stayed the same, you know, uh, prior to my engagement with the GCLI, uh, Todd Warner, Jack Creeden, who was the head at Fountain Valley School at the time, and Jim Carney put together the the basic philosophical underpinnings of what the GCLI does, and it's made up of three parts. Um, the first part is understanding how the neurologic structure of a child works and how we as adults should engage with that neurologic structure to help it become the most robust and functional version of itself. Um, The second piece is that the teacher needs to understand their own functionality so that they can choose behaviors with an awareness of themselves and its impact on others. And finally, sort of creating that tool bag of of approaches and tactics and interventions that help teachers to figure out how to support and uh, develop kids' leadership capacity. And uh, those philosophical underpinnings that are so thoughtfully articulated in the white paper that form the basis of what we do um, continues to guide everything that we do. And while we continually pressure test um, what it is that we're about, uh, we keep coming back to how very solid that thinking was and that research was that has guided us for the last 20 years. We certainly have learned an immense amount also, and we've refined what we do in such a way that um, the folks who are graduating from the lab now, I, the, the lab would be recognizable to somebody who was a graduate from 2005, um, but uh, it certainly would be a very, well, a meaningfully different experience in terms of the amount of work that the participants are expected to do versus the amount of work we as the um, instructors did for the first version of the lab. There was a lot of, in the words of Mike Party, sit and get um, early on. And we've moved uh, in greater alignment with what we know really helps kids to develop leadership capacity, which is being very experiential in, in what it is that happens. Yeah. I think too, a big shout out should go to every participant who has come through because of your dedication to feedback. And I mean, the, the feedback truly shapes each and every lab um, that comes after it. So I think that, um, you know, those who have, who are listening, who have been engaged with this community for the past 20 years, I think you need to know that the work we're doing is based on a lot of your feedback and, and care in how you delivered that feedback. Well, and uh, if I 
I think this is a helpful story. In our first lab, we made clear from the start, much like we do with all of our labs, that we were open to feedback that this is a, a collaborative effort to figure out how to enhance the learning of everybody involved. And um, when we began this work in 2005, while we weren't clueless about or um, totally unaware of uh, how DEI functionalities influence what it is that happens around leadership, that was not a key conceptual framework that we used to guide what we were doing. And in the last 20 years, starting with the very first lab, uh, we learned very quickly how important it is to understand how identity influences the experience of individuals, how we need to both model and be open to engaging around those questions um, because um, identity influences so much of how we each experience the world. And so I really think while um, it's a messy process, how we got to this point, um, we now model some real thoughtfulness around how we construct our community with the individuals who constitute it. Um, and that learning began in 2005 when a group of the participants sat us down and said, okay, well, this is a lens that you have not been using. All of our um, faculty at that point were, um, had the same identifiers as me in terms of skin tone. Um, and we were skewed male. Um, and uh, over time, we've steadily adjusted and um, reconstituted ourselves based on graduates who were interested in doing this work with us um, and helped evolve in a way that uh, I think we are far more attuned um, and far better at modeling uh, what we want our participants to be doing when they go back to their schools and work with the diversity of kids that they are supporting through the learning process. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I am so grateful for that work. Um, and then my lab year was 2014. So I've been involved ever since, and I've seen the evolution of that and, and the, the deep, and as you said, a kind of messy work that, that comes through that, but it is, it's been invaluable in my professional and personal life. So um, anyone who is out there who would like to engage with us in that work, or even just talk about it, you know where to reach out and, and find us. And we hope to see you in some of our programs. Which brings me to, I guess, the next question. What um, what does 2024 have in store for us in terms of programming? Uh, so uh, it's exciting. We continue to try and find ways to support teachers um, in ways that work for teachers. So obviously the lab will be in its 20th manifestation, which we're very excited about. Um, we also are offering two other programs that are uh, have demonstrated themselves at this point to be really helpful to teachers. The first is uh, the certification program. So this is for a school that has been engaged by the lab with sending faculty out to that over time. Um, and uh, what we then do is uh, we have a, a practitioner, Heidi Kasevich, who will go to the school and work with all of the faculty in the school over the course of four uh, one-day sessions. Um, and we can constitute those sessions in different ways. Um, but ultimately the goal is to help um, create a community of educators who are really focused on developing the leadership capacity of their students. Um, and we had our inaugural two schools were involved in, Gwena Mercy Academy High School in Philadelphia and the Salisbury School 
in Salisbury, Connecticut, um, have both been participants this year. And um, the road testing has, much like the lab, demonstrated great effectiveness in what it is that we're trying to do. Um, but uh, we continue to tweak it and learn as we go. And, and Heidi continues to do an amazing job at connecting with schools and helping those communities really develop the capacities that are so critical. Um, and then we also have uh, what we're calling our, this name may not last forever, but at the moment it's the um, virtual mentorship program. Um, and what that program is designed to do is for folks who haven't been to the lab, be a little bit of a teaser. And for folks who have been to the lab, be a bit of a refresher. Um, it's a wholly virtual program. So no need to travel. And obviously um, that hopefully is more cost effective for um, schools. Um, but the hope is to, to get connected to more people who would benefit from learning about what the GCLI is doing and how we can help support the work that they're doing in their schools. Um, so please, uh, if you aren't subscribed to our email list, please do so that you can get information about all of these programs as it comes out. Um, and of course, uh, I want to highlight the incredible work that Bertie is doing with the podcast and what um, Emily Erke at the University of School in Milwaukee is doing with the blog. Um, there is great information there that is in digestible chunks so that anybody who wants to um, just a little uh, leadership thought or two um, or hear what somebody else is doing at their place that they might employ at their school, um, all great stuff. So that's what we're working on at the moment. Um, and um, yeah, uh, we're also open to suggestions. So if you absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, and and out there, if there's anyone listening who wants to hop on the podcast and share share what you're doing or submit a blog post to Emily, we welcome that at any time. Well, 2024 is certainly going to be full of possibilities and challenges, just like every year. But I, for one, am grateful to the GCLI community um, to be able to walk this road with each and every person who has been through the lab and who is in this community. So thank you. Happy New Year to you and to everybody in the GCLI. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Bertie. Thank Happy you. Happy New Year. Thank you all for joining us today, and we'll see you in two weeks' time. Until then, visit us at gcliadership.org and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. You'll find all of our links at the bottom of our podcast. And until then, lead on.